Elena, what are you doing this summer? Um, I am going to a three-week program at BADA in London. That's awesome. Are you ready for that? Um, I mean, ready as I'll ever be, I guess. <laughs> yeah, well, Very mind hopefully will be blown. Yeah. Um, all right, great. So, Garrett, uh, do you want to do the intro and I'll do the bio? Hi, and welcome to the State of Shakespeare. I'm Garrett Vandermeer. And I'm Jim Elliott. And today we are delighted to be joined by Elena Hollenbeek and Lynn Ackerman. Hello to both of you. Hi. <laughs> hello, hello. Elena won the National English Speaking Union's Shakespeare competition with Lady Macbeth's monologue from Macbeth, Act 5, Scene 1, and Sonnet 14. And this summer, as a result of winning, she is off to a three-week program of intensive study of Shakespeare at Bada in London. And Lynn was her teacher and coach for that, and Lynn teaches at St. Andrews in Honolulu. Uh, welcome both. Thank you for having us. Thank you. I was uh, one of the judges at this competition, and a little inside information in the room. One of the administrators from the English-speaking union came in and said, before we had made any decisions, and before we even really had known that you were from Hawaii, they said, the winner always comes from Hawaii, and it always is interesting. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's really funny that now I think, what, am I the third? Am I the fourth from Hawaii? So, yeah, I don't know what, what they put in the water here or something, but yeah. Well, Lynn, have you been involved with all four or is it just Elena that you've worked with? No, you know, all four students have come from different places, different schools, different teachers. So when I found out, that was really exciting to me. And so it's a first for us, you know, but not yeah. for Hawaii. Oh, that's so great. Tell us a little bit about the process of the whole ESU competition. It, it's it's a long haul, isn't it? Um, yeah, definitely. So the ESU competition itself, I was there for the entire weekend, and they have a bunch of these activities planned for the Shakespeare students. And so I really got to know a lot of the competitors, and it was just a really fun time being able to interact with like-minded actors who are interested in the same thing and who are all like working towards the same goal. So at the actual competition, we had two different rounds, one for semifinalists and then one for finalists. And it was a pretty exhausting process. I mean, if you can imagine just like 41 students going back to back, we had some breaks in between, but yeah, it was just a lot of fun seeing so many talented students just doing their work and having fun. And how often were you like, oh my God, they are so good. I am. Oh, like <laughs> yeah. Just like every student was just amazing. It actually made me really nervous because I was the 14th person to go. And by the time I'd seen 13 other participants, I was like, oh my gosh, mm -hmm. how am I going to do this? <laughs> Elena, you had come from literally a quarter of the way around the world to <laughs> New York City from, from Honolulu, Hawaii to compete. Were, was there anybody there who had come further? Had you, were you the furthest, furthest away? Yeah, I, I think I was the furthest. Yeah, we actually had some people. We had two people from New York, so they were the closest. But yeah. Tough And had, had you been to New York before? Um, a couple of times. Yeah, just for like, you know, vacation stuff. <laughs> And so how long did you live with Lady Macbeth from the beginning oh. of this competition to the end? How long did you live with her? Gosh, when when was the school competition? Because actually, no, I lived with her for even longer. Maybe I wasn't I didn't 
study her as intensely as I did leading up to the state competition and the national competition, but I actually did the same monologue for the school Shakespeare competition a year prior. So I actually did have a little bit of her in me, and that's actually why I chose her monologue to do for this competition, because I was like, I had so much fun doing it the first time. Why not give it another try? And Lynn, were you involved in the choice of this monologue or were you just rolling with what Elena brought to the table? You know, I I knew our school competition was coming up and I'm going to mention this to Elena. So I saw her in, in the hallways and I said to her, I said, Elena, are you competing? And she said, no, I don't think so. I'm really busy. My schedule is really full. And I said, you know, I really do think you should try it. <laughs> said, well, I don't know. I'll see. And all of a sudden, there she was. So that's that's the story of how that all began. Yeah. And it was her. It was her choice. So you mentioned that Hawaiians tend to have dominated this competition in recent years. So why is it? Why are Hawaiians so darn good at Shakespeare? You know, I had talked to one of my colleagues about that because he mentioned this and I, I had no idea, you know, and he said, it's just the words, you know, people are just in love with the words, 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 words. So that's it. It's, it's Shakespeare's words. I think you're the first guests that we've had from Hawaii. And I'm excited really? to find out about what the Shakespeare scene in Hawaii is like. Are there Shakespeare theater companies that you can attend? We have a festival every summer. A Shakespeare festival. And so um, there never, how, how old is this festival now? Maybe seven, I don't think it's as long as 10 years, but they do about three plays every summer and they're not, they always add a little something extra to it, you know, a little twist. And so it's very exciting and they do it all over the place. So that's kind of it. Yeah. Have you attended the festival before, Elena? I have not, no. That's <laughs> something to look forward to. Yeah, definitely. What was your first exposure to Shakespeare? Let's see. Honestly, it was probably the competition at, at my school, at least, because we've been doing the Shakespeare competition for, I mean, I think I did it when I first joined high school is when it was first made available to me, at least. And yeah, that's when I just sort of started really studying his work. I mean, I've had classes where I've been assigned his you know, plays and stuff before, but I never really took a deep dive into it. And the competition was probably where I took a deep dive. So, yeah. <laughs> have you ever seen a Shakespeare play fully staged? Uh, yes, I have. I, I did an internship sort of thing where uh, the play was Shakespeare. So I got to spend a lot of time looking at uh, the whole process of how a Shakespeare play is put on. <laughs> and what play was it? It was, oh gosh. The one where the girl is like, she's she's sort of haughty and she doesn't want to be with the man, but then the guy sort of like tames her. Taming of the Shrew, there we go. That's what it was called. <laughs> Sorry for my terrible explanation of that. <laughs> that's, a, that's a great explanation, actually. <laughs> oh my God. Brilliant. So many people in this world, their first exposure to Shakespeare is reading the play in like sixth or seventh mm. grade, like whether it's mm -hmm. Romeo and Juliet or Midsummer Night's Dream. And so you're fresh off that experience, but also now you've gotten those words in your mouth and you've performed them and you're going to go off to Bada. So for you, what's the difference between reading a Shakespeare play and doing a Shakespeare play? Okay, so 
I, I feel like the difference is that, well, for me personally, when I was just reading it, I feel like I sort of shared the sentiment of a lot of students reading Shakespeare, where it's just like you're trying to understand what he's saying at the least. And then as long as you can understand it, you can read it and then, you know, it's over with. But um, being able to perform it is a really special experience because he does some really amazing things with like symbolism and just being able to show emotions through words. And it's a completely different thing than just reading it because he puts so much into the characters that it's really interesting because it's not like, you know, modern acting where the words are sort of something that you can just, you know, like read and understand. You have to really delve into it. And Lynn, what was the thing that you worked on with Elena most in terms of whether it was in terms of her understanding a concept or working on a particular part of Lady M? Well, one of the first things we did is uh, I asked you to reread Macbeth from the beginning until the point that we get to Act 5, Scene 1 and create a backstory for her. You know, things that you normally do when doing a play. And so we talked a lot about uh, what we thought her upbringing was, you know, uh, whether she was married before, um, her siblings and the whole thing and about women. And so I think what it all came down to is women and the place of women in society at that time and looking at the place of women in society today and where all of that ambition and that self-loathing at the end came from. And so it was a deep dive, a deep dive into the role of women, really. And it's interesting because our school is a school for girls. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah, our school is a school for girls. We do have a boys section, kindergarten through grade six, but they're separated. The boys and the girls are separated. And once they hit grade seven, seven through 12, they're all girls. So it turned out to be something that fit in quite well with the piece that she chose to do. I'd love to hear the piece. This is Lady M's speech from... I can't say that I'm so superstitious for saying the play. <laughs> you're not in a theater. I don't know what the rules are. I'm afraid. <laughs> you're, don't I say it better, when you're in a theater. Listen, just better safe than sorry. <laughs> but I think we all know what play we're talking about here. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and this is from Act 5, Scene 1. Elena, we'd love to hear you read this for us. Sure, the full way through? Sure. Okay. Yet, here's a spot. Out, damned spot, out, I say. One, two, why then, tis time to do it. Hell is murky. Fie, my lord, fie, a soldier and a feared? What need we fear? Who knows it when none can call our power to account? Yet, who would have thought the old man to have had so much blood in him? The Thane of Fife had a wife. Where is she now? What, will these hands ne'er be clean? No more that, my lord, no more that. You mar all with this starting. Here's the smell of the blood still. All the perfumes of Arabia will not sweeten this little hand. Oh, oh, oh. Wash your hands. Put on your nightgown. Look, not so pale. I tell you yet again, Banquo's buried. He cannot come out on his grave. 
To bed. To bed. There's knocking at the gate. Come, 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 come. Give me your hand. What's done cannot be undone. To bed. To bed. To bed. Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> that was terrific. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Well, I have some questions for you about the speech, but before before I ask any questions, I just want to applaud you for how well prepared <laughs> uh, you are. You've definitely put in your homework on this speech. <laughs> and a lot of that I know is 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 thanks to your to to your work with your teacher and your mentor as well. Yes. You know, when listening to young people do Shakespeare, I think it's very often the case that they can very quickly get a sense of the musicality of the language and the verse and they fall into a pattern of of sort of a lilting sing-songy <laughs> delivery but you kind of get the sense after listening for, to them for a while that they don't really know what they're talking about I certainly didn't get that sense from you I felt that you knew exactly <laughs> what you were talking about in every moment thank you yeah no that's definitely something we dissected every single word of this uh, speech so and sometimes the words repeat themselves and you actually varied the repetition really nicely. You either sped <laughs> up or gave different weight to each word. Um, and that was delightful to listen to. Thank you. Well, the big question is that this character is a very complex character, but you have found a way to relate to her. And I'm curious, what is it about this character that you find relatable? I think there's just something about... And people love to say this, but feminine rage <laughs> is definitely becoming a popular term nowadays. But I feel like there's a very common thing that he puts into his female characters that, you know, I, I feel like it's not that, I mean, he himself is a man, Shakespeare, he's a man, but I feel like he has this sort of understanding about female characters. They just sort of speak to him through his writing, I think. And being able to see a portrayal of women's emotions as not just, I don't know, super basic, but something that is really complex really spoke to me. And honestly, it's just a fun character to play someone who is super expressive and emotive and has so much brewing under the surface. So that was really exciting to me. Well, it's so, it's so interesting to hear you say that. And unfortunately, the dramatic canon does not contain a lot of works by female playwrights at that time. Mm. So what did Shakespeare get wrong? What did he miss? If, he, if a woman had written this play, how might it have been different, do you think? Ooh, that is a really good question. You can't, of course, I, I'm asking you to speak for all women, which is ridiculous. If you, had written, <laughs> if you had written this play, what would you have changed? What would be different about it? Hmm. Honestly, I would have liked to see her death on screen. There, like on screen, on the stage, because she ends her life off stage. And I really would have wanted to see that explored because... Um, actually, me and Dr. Ackerman talked about this a lot, how the monologue leads to her death later on and how there's so much that has to have happened between that time. I mean, the monologue, it ends at a place where, I mean, yeah, like she could have gone on to kill herself, but I really would have liked to see that explored more, her entire arc to her suicide and having all these realizations about her guilt and her just unresolved trauma surrounding the incident. What a perfect answer. 
to that yeah. question. That That's is right. brilliant. That's right. Brilliant. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> One of the things that uh, I noticed in your performance in New York, as well as here today, is that you didn't fall into the trap of, you know, going crazy. Mm. Um, mm -hmm. And certainly, she's, Lady M still has language here in this scene, so she's not bonkers. But you really were actually trying to, it seemed as if you were trying to figure something out. It wasn't just about Lady Macbeth losing her her mind. It was about her trying to sort of bring it back and try to get it and figure out what happened. So, so really, really lovely with that. Yeah, no, she is definitely like a bit of a control freak, I would think, because <laughs> she's always just reining herself in, trying to control her surroundings, control Macbeth. So, yeah. <laughs> so as the winner of this contest, you are going to go to London for three weeks. Yes, very exciting. <laughs> to, to, to study, among other things. What are you looking forward to most? Um, I mean, other than just being able to really dive into studying Shakespeare and acting itself, meeting other Shakespeare actors was something that was really, really special to me at the state competition and national competition. So just being in a place where there's so many like-minded individuals who are striving for the same thing and who like the same thing is just I think it's going to be a really fun experience. Well, I'm very excited for you. I know you're going to have a wonderful time. <laughs> yeah. Lynn, are you going as well? No, I am not. But oh. I am going to study in New Jersey. <laughs> oh, where? In New Jersey? I will be at the Fairleigh Dickinson University, where the Royal Shakespeare Company will be there to give a master class. So oh, I will fantastic. be continuing the echoes of Shakespeare during the summer as well. Oh, that's yeah. excellent. You know, you study Shakespeare when you're a kid, as you mentioned, but somehow when I worked with Elena, the minutia of, and I, I don't say that lightly, but really delving into the words, as I said before, and who um, she was, it hit me in a way that it didn't, you know, when I was in college and took two semesters of Shakespeare, somehow that kind of drifted away. But this time, um, we worked together on this piece. It was something else again. So I thought I've got to get more into this. So it's it's also uh, triggered me in that direction. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, I mean, it is. I think it's it's kind of a gift that keeps on giving. Are you are you off to college or are you a junior or where, where are you in your high school career? Um, yes, I have just graduated and I'm going to study theater at the new school in New York. Oh my God. Fantastic. <laughs> Elena Hollenbeek and Lynn Ackerman. It's been delightful talking to you. Thank you so thank much. You. you as well. Thank you. And thank you for making time six hours earlier to, to meet with us. <laughs> of course. Congre thank you so much. Congratulations you. to you both and uh, wonderful travels this summer. Thank, thank you, you so much. Thank you. I'm Garrett Vandermeer. And I'm Jim Elliott. And thank you for listening to the state of Shakespeare. And that's a wrap. That's Yay. our podcast. Thank you. You were wonderful. <laughs> Yeah, such, such delightful guests. <laughs> Thank you so much for having us. Oh yeah, yeah. It's a, what a treat! After, <laughs> okay. yeah, right. Let's do it after okay. the summer. <laughs> okay, everything we did, I'm gonna change. Thanks for joining us for the State of Shakespeare podcast. We invite you to visit stateofshakespeare.com for more episodes, information about each of our guests, and the Shakespeare text you heard on the program, and much more. And we welcome you to join the discussion by liking us on Facebook. That's www.stateofshakespeare.com. Thanks for listening.